Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. The episode today features a very special guest, Progressive co-founder Mark Homer, and he's going to be given his property predictions for 2023. So it's that time of year where everybody's interested in what's going to happen in 2023, what are people's predictions for 2023, and Mark Homer is one of the smartest, if not the smartest people in property that I have ever met. He personally mentors me, helps me on my property investment journey and my decisions in my business. You are going to absolutely love this. Get ready. Let me hand you over to Mark. Hello, Mark Homer here and welcome. I've got my six predictions for 2023, property and economics, so here we go. So this year has been very, very busy. Um, We've had huge supply side shocks uh, after opening up post pandemic. Clearly, um, it's not been an easy ride for lots of businesses, um, which has meant that um, prices have increased uh, because there's been more money chasing less supply, less goods and services. Therefore, prices have gone up. Definition of rising prices is inflation. So inflation is now 10%. Um, because of that, the Bank of England has increased, uh, the base rate to 3% now, uh, mortgage rates have, have gone up significantly and therefore the price of property has started dropping. Uh, in fact, in this area, I think we've seen price falls of 10 to 15% already. I think when the froth comes out of a market, you probably see 5-10% drops straight away. Uh, I think we've seen at least 10% round here already. Uh, the converse, the opposite, is happening with rental, the rental market. More people are renting um, because they're not buying um, and um, rents you know we, we we've seen rents from sort of i don't know even in the last maybe six months especially on the hmo especially on the smaller stuff um maybe go from 550 a month to 650 a month on a room um little three bed houses that a year ago might have been more like 750 now they're more like 850 900 um so rents are going up this year um 515,000 people came to this country. That was the net migration figure. Um, The government is building nowhere near enough houses. There has been a shortage for many years and we just keep taking more and more people in. Uh, And lots of migrants have babies as well um, and they need to live somewhere. Um, So this is pushing, um, you know, demand higher and higher. There is a lack of supply in the whole of the market, especially in the rental market. Um, and um, as interest rates have gone up, affordability is becoming more and more stretched. Um, people can't afford uh, the same level of mortgage that they could before these interest rate rises um, started this year. Um, therefore, less people are buying and house prices are now falling. Um, and you'll probably see, you know, inflation is probably going to be something like 30, 35% over the next five years. Um, and if house prices have already dropped 10, 15%, you'll see the real um, price of property drop by about 50%, I expect, if, if house prices don't go up, and they probably will start going up again. 
uh, within that five-year period. But um, yeah, we're, we're on course for at least a, a 30, 40, 50% drop in, in real house prices. Um, I'll go into what I think will will happen um, to absolute house prices, you know, the, the, the sort of um, pound, shilling and pence number rather than the after inflation number uh, in a second. Okay, so prediction number one. Um, the markets think that base rate is going to 5%. I think the Bank of England will chicken out. I think they're they may get to around 4% and 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 that could be terminal base. Um, does that mean that they'll have controlled inflation and it's suddenly going back to 2%? No. Um, it's looking increasingly likely that these price rises have spread um, to wages. Um, wages are now going up um, significantly. And as wages go up, if, if you know, sort of train drivers get a, a 10% increase or nurses get a 20% increase, that goes straight onto prices, which goes back onto wages and it just carries on going round in this big inflation loop. That's why the government has got a, such a tough job. Um, lots of these unions, lots of people striking, think the government is being really unfair at the moment. Um, but you know, if they give in to one, uh, all that will do is generate a load more strikes um, and the unions will just go, oh, they've given it to them. Therefore, that's the starting point for our wage negotiations. That will go straight into prices and it will just keep going round and you'll, you will you won't be able to control inflation. So um, the Bank of England really needs to incre increase interest rates significantly and, and probably quite a bit more than the 4%. Um, you know, there was a, an interview with Mervyn King, the old governor of the Bank of England. It was a very honest interview. He's not the governor anymore. And unlike most people, he actually really understands this stuff in detail because he used to do that job and he's an economist. Um, you know, and it, he said it. They printed too much money. They engaged in too much QE. In fact, he says they shouldn't have done any QE during the pandemic uh, because this was not an issue of demand. Demand was um, artificially shut down. Um, and he also says that interest rates should have gone up earlier and faster, and that might have, uh, uh, you know, reduced um, some of the issue that we're seeing now. Uh, I suspect they won't. Uh, I suspect they'll that they'll maybe get to four and start to chicken out. They probably need to go a lot higher uh, and create a deeper recession, and unfortunately, more unemployment to break this vicious circle that just goes round and round. Uh, into wage increases and then into price increases in goods and services and that back down into wage increases it needs to be broken and it needs to be brought down to the two percent uh, I suspect they're going to allow inflation to run higher so you know my prediction there you know number one base is probably it gets to terminal sort of low fours uh, but the second part of that um, is that inflation isn't going to go back to the two percent uh, and over five years, I, spe I suspect the value of your pound is going to drop up by about a third. Prediction number two. I think rents are going to continue to increase probably about 10% over 2023. Um, I think more and more people are going to be moving down the ladder to smaller properties. A couple of reasons. A, energy prices. Um, second is affordability, uh, and that's the big one. They can't afford to buy or rent the, the property that they could last year because prices have increased in terms of rent prices have gone up. And if they want to buy, yes, the property price might be a, a little bit cheaper. But, you know, mortgages of the mortgages on the high street have probably gone to from, say, 2 percent to about 5 percent. So that's a big shock uh, if you're going into a new mortgage. So 
more people are going to be looking for smaller properties. Uh, we're seeing it, you know, we've got lots of renters downsizing uh, because they can't afford uh, the new rental levels. Lots of our landlords are having to put rents up just to keep pace with their mortgage payments. And if they've got HMOs, their electricity and, 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 and gas costs, and of course maintenance has gone up as well, along with, you know, sort of trades and, and, and all the materials they're buying. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a big sort of um, push for rooms, more and more HMO rooms, um, and, um, and, and smaller properties. They, they, they're sort of going down the chain. It's almost the opposite of what happened during the pandemic. There's a rush back into the major conurbations, back into the cities, uh, and flats are very, very popular. Prediction number three. I said earlier that uh, I think house prices have probably already dropped 10-15% in lots of areas of the country as the froth has come out of it. Uh, properties are still falling. Do I think this is going to be a sort of dirty crash and we're going to see 30% at the coalface? Because by the way, I'm talking here at the coalface. I'm not talking about the numbers you see as an average on, you know, Nationwide or Halifax, which is, is lagged. It's all delayed. Uh, that stuff takes a while to, to, to come through. And, and is an average, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking here what you can go and buy a, a property at if you negotiate, um, you know, because transaction levels have, have reduced quite a bit. Little three beds we'd have seen coming on, or, you know, or you'd be able to buy in say 190, 195, you can probably get those at 160, 165 now uh, in this area. So we are seeing money coming out of them and I think that will continue. In fact, over the next year, I think you'll see another five or 10% uh, come out of the prices of those properties. So, you know, if you add that, you know, say a 20% drop um, in, in, in the price, along with the inflation that you're going to see just over that two year period, which is probably 10% a year, which is another 20%, you probably see just in that two year period, maybe a, a, a 40 could be could be a 40% real terms drop in house prices. Obviously, the, the, the sort of real headline price or the headline price is, is probably 20% less. So maybe it goes from 100 to 80. Um, but if you count, if you introduce inflation into that equation as well, you probably got a, as the value of the pound drops, you've got a 40% reduction in real house prices, which is um, significant over a two year period. Prediction number four, the national house builders are cutting back. As less people are buying properties because mortgage interest rates have gone up uh, and the affordability is therefore stretched, they can't afford the same monthly payment, they're buying less properties from the big national builders. So they've already started reducing sites that they're bringing forward, mothballing certain sites. Yes, they're still building, but they've seen something like a 25% drop in the demand for their properties. Um, so there's going to be less houses built in 2023. Uh, the, as I said, migration was migration levels, net migration was 515,000 over the last year. Um, that means that um, 515,000 more people came to this country than left. Therefore, um, if we're not keeping pace with these extra numbers uh, and catching up with what's happened in the past, um, then there's going to be even less houses and there's going to be even more of a property shortage. Um, so I think the rental market is going to get even firmer uh, over the next year. Um, and you know the medium to long-term picture on sort of residential um, property market sort of shortage is going to grow. Prediction number five is my final prediction. 
The Renters Reform Bill went away, we thought, with Michael Gove. Michael Gove's back. He's reiterated that he wants to introduce it, uh, which is uh, where he's going to repeal. He's going to remove the Section 21, so landlords aren't going to be able to evict tenants for any reason. There's going to have to be uh, a specific reason like um, you know, rent arrears or antisocial behaviour. They do say they're going to beef up uh, the provisions to enable landlords to evict for rent arrears because uh, the courts are very slow and often, you know, if a tenant sort of brings their rent within two months arrears, then the eviction process starts again. So they can keep playing that game over a period of time um, and that can um, cause landlords a big, a big delay in getting their property back from a uh, from a bad tenant. But yes, he says he's bringing it back. Now, I don't think that will be in 2023. I think it's probably more like to be in 2024. So the section 21 will go. Rent increases will be limited to once a year. Um, and there's gonna be a new landlord ombudsman scheme as if there weren't enough. Uh, there's already one for letting agents. There's gonna be one for landlords. And it also says that landlords are not going to be able to have blanket bans on benefit tenants. The reality is um, that most uh, benefit tenants will not uh, meet the referencing criteria of the vast majority of landlords and letting agencies. So not a lot's gonna change. I just suspect the, uh, the process will change a bit and the adverts won't be able to say no benefit tenants, but if the benefit tenants can't meet the, um, the referencing criteria, i.e. Their, their benefit income uh, doesn't come up to the level um, that is required um, to service that rent, then they're not gonna get the property anyway. Yeah.